911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clinton Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's so important to be able to measure your body metrics and how there's so much more than just what you see on the scale. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clinton and I discovered what a bod pod was, and we were intrigued. As you sit there, if you're not familiar, it's literally like this little personalized spaceship looking egg that you sit inside of. It's a chamber that closes. You wear little to no clothing. And as it pressurizes, it gives you an entire analysis of your body composition. Most importantly, your ratio of fat to muscle. And it even goes as deep as being able to tell you which area of your body consist of what element of fat and muscle. So we went online. Clint actually booked the appointments for us. We were so excited to go there. And we show up, and she's like, I'm so sorry, you guys. We actually don't have the bod pod anymore. (laughs) They use this whole new scale process that you stand on the scale, and it has, like, electrodes that you put your fingers on, and... It, it does the same thing without sitting in the spaceship. But I was excited to sit in the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a body composition test. So Clint and I both did it. Um, I was working on some other things physically, so I did a little bit more of an extensive test. But both of us got the breakdown of our body composition. And for us, Clint and I are both left-handed. So it was really cool to see, for some reason, I have a pound, well, 1.32 of a pound more muscle in my right hand than I do in my left hand. And I was something to the effect of like three quarters of a pound more in my right arm than I did in my left. Yeah. And that's something cool to point out. And the reason that's important to point out is because once you're aware of that, you start to fixate on it and you start to pay more attention to it. And the, the girl that was reading our results to us kind of explained, well, when you're left-handed, you do most tasks with your left hand, but you use your right hand as more of a supplement. So you're actually lifting more heavy things because you you can lift heavy things with your, your right arm compared to your left arm where you free that up to use and whatever else you may need to do. And vice versa if you're right-handed. And I wonder if there's some kind of maybe subconsciously we try to protect our dominant hand by lifting those heavier things with the other hand. Well, and that goes for me as being a police officer. I always, I'm trained to keep my gun hand free. So if I'm ever carrying anything at work, like I carry it in my right hand. So in case something happens, I can draw my weapon real quick and deal with what I need to deal with. So if you're like, you grab a bottle of water, you're more likely to drink it with your right hand. Absolutely. Hmm. Carry bags, just and just anything. My sight book, I hold it in my right hand. Of course I have to, because I guess I'm writing with my left. (laughs) But just anything throughout the day, 
they train you in the academy. I remember, I still remember to this day, the first day of the academy, you know, I ran in, you had to run into the academy and to go get changed to put your uniform on and stuff. And I was carrying my bag in my left hand and there was a tack officer there started yelling at me and I had to drop down and do push-ups because I was carrying my bag in my gun hand and they questioned me on it and I had no clue. And from that point on, I was like, well, I guess that's the end of carrying stuff in my left hand. That's interesting. And so by going through this analysis of our body composition, it was a wake-up call for both of us because our fat percentage, it actually tells you how many pounds of fat you have, not just your fat percentage. It was far more than Clint and I had guessed that it would be for both of us. And it actually made me quite proud because my muscles in my biceps are, if you were to take an analysis of the ratio from man to woman, it shows you the breakdown of like, okay, so most women are in this range. So mine far exceeded that. So I was like pounding my chest a little bit. (laughs) Like, yes, the hard work is paying off. You should see her all the time. She'll flex and show me, look at my muscle. Yeah. And... I'm proud of her for doing it because she has these biceps that are awesome. Well, got to get the blood flowing, baby. (laughs) And this test, it's not that expensive. It was less than $40 to do this test. And it gives you a full picture of exactly where all the fat and muscle is stored in your body, the percentages, how you compare to others, the healthy ranges, things like that. And in not having that, it's very difficult for you to just gauge exactly where you're at apart from looking at that scale. And that's what I was struggling with because I was the same weight for like a year. But during that year, I worked out harder than I have in my entire life. And I was seeing a a change in my physique, but I wasn't seeing that scale move. I swear to you, like my whole body looks so different. And people are like, oh my God, you're losing too much weight. And I'm like, I promise you, I haven't lost anything. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it's going to take for me to prove that to you, but my number on the scale is exactly the same. And what has happened is the change in my body composition because I'm gaining more muscle, which of course weighs more than fat. And I'm just redistributing my physique. It's just kind of being reframed in a different way. And... I'm able to really focus on the areas that I want to target by everything being pointed out to me. And it's so interesting to see the difference in every element of your body, whether it's your arms, your legs, your core. And what's cool with this is it also breaks down the amount of water you have within your system. And it's interesting to see they they tell you then well either you're dehydrated or not or how much molecular water you have within your muscles that you need more or you need less because overhydration is not good either yeah and it actually points out to you if you have any kind of inflammation and that can stem from possible infections it can also stem from overexerting yourself so if you're working out too hard it's actually working against you And Clint and I were just having this discussion of how, I mean, you would think one pound of fat is the same as one pound of muscle, right? But the difference with that is that there's a density for the level of fat that you have. And that density level is 0.9 grams per milliliters. And then the density of muscle is 1.1 grams per milliliters. So if you were to take the same density and you were to 
try to say, okay, I want to equivalent everything to one pound, then the density of muscle that you have weighs far more than the density of fat just based on the variables. Yeah, and, and I was completely wrong in my thought process with that. And it just goes to show how undereducated I am in those instances. And where I think I know something or I've heard something without actually following up the research that I should have before even bringing up the topic. Yeah, but then by challenging challenging yourself to being open to exploring new possibilities of like, okay, maybe I'm not right, then it allows you to really grow and expand. And that was the whole purpose of going into this bod pod is to get more information than just like what that number I'm seeing on the scale that I'm getting so fixated over. Like somebody tell me. So I go to a who, who knows how to do the how and explain to me. I mean, these are people that often work with nutritionists and very educated professionals that work in the bodybuilding industry and people that are so so empowered by those numbers, not only on a what six month basis, but mm-hmm. literally like on a week to week basis, they want to see those stats and see everything change. And I think if you have the opportunity to just like Google bod pod or um, like even body bod- Met, body med RX. Yeah, it's like body metrics, but it's abbreviated body med RX. Then see if there's one close to you. And I would highly encourage you to just see what your numbers are. Well, and it's with the the BMI testing that we did on that scale, it also kind of gives you a rough outline of your resting metabolism rate. And I know you did the test further on that, but... Yeah, I got profiled for the resting metabolic rate just to, you know, if you, if you don't know what that is, it's just educating you on exactly how many calories you do burn just by living, like literally just by being sedentary and not doing anything without your workout considerations and your your diet and your lifestyle considerations, just how many calories you would need in order to like live as a human body. Well, and we, I wish we would have known beforehand because we signed up for both of them. But if we would have known, the first test was pretty accurate in the same results that you got back with that. Yeah, we could have saved, what, another 150 bucks? Yeah. Because <laughs> just, the, just the body composition test, it was like $40, and then mm-hmm. I added on the extra. But live and learn. Yep. <laughs> And as you sit there, if there's if there's one thing that I would hope for you is that you take your health into the utmost consideration when it comes to anything that you want in your life. I've seen this with the death of my own mom. I've seen this with almost everybody that I, that I know. They have some kind of health ailment, and that health ailment, in my opinion, is not a diagnosis. It's an acute symptom of an underlining issue that usually stems from something in their lifestyle, be it their diet or be it something that they are or are not involved in activity-wise. Something you're exposed to on a regular basis that you can control and and in some instances you just can't. Yeah, and, and that's about bringing that awareness. I mean, we are very fortunate to be going to school where the training is stemmed from Dave Asprey and the whole bulletproof world where we're learning about things like mold toxicity and even something like burning those amazing Bath and Body Works candles that we used to do all the time. It's literally creating carcinogens in the air. And if you don't believe me, like hang out in a closed room for an hour or two with one of those candles burning and take a Q-tip and swab the inside of your nose and see the soot that comes off on that white Q-tip. That's literally 
cancerous toxins that we're breathing in constantly. And we used to do that nonstop. And it wasn't until we became aware that we don't even go there anymore. We don't burn those candles. We have tons of those candles. (laughs) We're giving them away as like birthday gifts as it comes along. And I mean, it's, it's the type of thing to where if you're not only aware of it, but you actually believe in it and then do the research for yourself. Cause I've told countless people that same information and they still burn those candles. Like, okay, well just make sure that when I'm over, you're going to be cool when I blow it out. Yeah. And just spreading that awareness and understanding that there are so many resources out there. And by talking with people and sharing these types of experiences, I just hope that it prompts something in you to want to discover these things for yourself. Because the more knowledge that you have about what it is that's inside of your body, this is your vessel and you need to protect it. And when you have the knowledge to be able to do that, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.